Hello again, everybody. Welcome to All Other Business. It's been a little while, but we're back. How have you been, my friend? Very well, thank you. How about yourself? I've been doing well, trying to get back into the baseball season now that baseball is back. Our season's already over. <laughs> Five games in and we're done. <laughs> I had a brief moment of hope when Matt Harvey pitched, and I thought, oh boy, that's going to be... This is going to be a good year. And then they proceeded to lose the next two games. So, well, Maybe they'll snap out of it. So today I thought we'd uh, talk a little bit about uh, feedback. You know, oftentimes in the office setting and also in life in general, you're called upon to offer some criticism to someone, you know, without hurting their feelings and so forth, and uh, but still getting the point across. And it can be very challenging. Especially for me, since uh, I'm, I'm about as blunt as you can be. You know, I've been told by any number of people, I don't mince words, and uh, I've had to learn to be a little more subtle. You, you do it very well, because when you do criticize someone, it takes a while to realize that you just criticize <laughs> So though you're blunt, you do it very tactfully. Now myself, I am not as gifted as you. When I criticize someone... They may view it as an insult. So you do have tact. I must say that. Well, a friend of mine um, once told me, you can slice somebody up and they won't realize it till a half an hour later. <laughs> I, I guess that's tact. I don't know. Yeah, of course. You know, for example, if you were to call someone stupid, you may say you're not very intelligent. <laughs> right. So they might not know what intelligent is because they're stupid. <laughs> so I may say you're stupid. And they would understand that. Well, I, I, I always used to come out directly with my comments, and I've tried to learn over time to temper it down a little bit, but I remember as if, as if it were yesterday, we had hired a well-known, expensive consulting firm to come in and help us put a system in. And they did a presentation which was clearly cut and paste. They had clearly taken it from another client and just kind of put our name in it you know, and it got to the point where we were reading through it, and it was pages and pages and pages, and some sentences weren't even complete, and words were misspelled. I mean, they must have given this to some newbie, and she was probably up till midnight putting this together, and she ran out of coffee and just, you know, fell asleep or something. <laughs> the A game for me, after they presented, would have been to take the lead consultant aside and say, you know what? This wasn't very well done. You need to fix it up and come back to us later with it, right? What I did was I took the presentation and I slammed it on the desk. And I said, how can anybody create a system with this piece of shit? <laughs> now, that was good. Was good? That was very, but there's nothing wrong with that because they were, t they were wasting your time and they insulted you by doing that. I guess so, but I mean, not exactly tactful, right? I could have got the same point across in a different way. But this is the problem with our society today. Screw politically correct. Let's go back to the old ways. Let's tell people what we really think. I would love that. Yeah. I, I would love that. But, I, but, you know, the problem with that is you better be able to receive as good as you give, though, right? Of course. But I think we're good at that, right? I think people have learned that over the last how many shows we've done. <laughs> <laughs> but I was in a situation similar to yours where 
a guy was giving a presentation, and on his first slide, he had the wrong name of our company. So I think I just stood up and said, well, I guess this is over. You're at the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. I, I'll never forget it. I mean, like, at that point, it was over. I mean, really. You know, I don't care what you were selling at that point. If you don't know who you're presenting to, don't show up. Yeah. If you're the salesperson and I'm the recipient of the sale, I have a right to say whatever I want. And the first thing I say is, I'm telling you right now, get all the crap off the slideshow and just get right to the point. And they look at me like, what? Yeah, I don't want to know how big your company is. We already discussed that. Let's go. Come on. I only got a few minutes. But this politically correct thing is like it's getting to the point where you can't say anything to anybody. I know. I mean, there's got to be ways to say, hey, come on, you know, can you buy a pair of pants that fits? Some people should not be in public the way they look. Sometimes humor helps. Um, I had this guy once, he used to have this pet phrase. You know, some people, like, they try to sound clever and they keep repeating a phrase over and then. His phrase was, art of the possible. Keep in mind, you know, we're really interested in the art of the possible here. We don't have to come up with all the details. And every time I heard it, I would cringe because it was one of those things that he repeated over and over again, right? So one day, he's on the phone, and he says it. Big conference call. And I said, by the way, so-and-so, you know, we have this new drinking game. Every time you say art of the possible, we take a shot of whiskey. <laughs> and Mary's drunk. And, and Mary just fell on the floor. Yeah. I, I honestly have no filter whatsoever. It's, it can get me in trouble at times. I like to put candy. I sometimes provide candy in my office. And how do you tell people, like, all right, enough. You've been eating for 20 minutes. This isn't a buffet. Maybe what you can do is you can get, like, a parrot and just teach it some phrases, you know, and have the parrot do the criticism for you, like, have a salad. Have a salad. Have a salad, you know, something like that. They say that every time you criticize someone, it should be done with also a compliment so that the person doesn't feel attacked, you know. But, but, but you got to be careful with that too, though, because, you know, I loved your tie 20 years ago. <laughs> but I, Silk shirts are wonderful. I didn't know they wore them anymore. I have a woman that works for me. She just goes on and on and on. And I'll be honest, I've been struggling. How am I going to handle telling her she really needs to shut up? You know, stop talking. There's, there's got to be a, a keyword or a, uh, an outword. You know, it's like if I tell you, uh, oh, it's sunny outside. <laughs> oh, it certainly looks like rain tonight. Looks like rain tonight. <laughs> or. Something nonverbal, like just throw a Tootsie Roll at her head or something, you know? Maybe I should burp. <laughs> Did you ever say something to someone and they got really upset? Yes. You know how, you know how when people shoot people, they put notches on their belt in the Old West and stuff? Yeah. I put notches on my belt when I make people cry. <laughs> that's, that's my success. Please tell me you have not made someone cry. I've made many people cry. Oh, we got to hear a couple of these. One woman, uh, she was very frustrated about something. The first thing she came in, I said, to, Did you do this this morning? 
And she's like, <laughs> she starts to cry, you know. I haven't even had my coffee. You're yelling at me. Sorry. Didn't know that was, you know, protocol. You have to have your coffee before I ask you something. And I'll I'll tell all the people, like, listen, you need to do this. You need to do that. Why do you do this for? You're driving me crazy. <laughs> they start crying. Really? Oh, yeah. I've seen many tears of my day. I did tell one woman she gained a lot of weight when she was pregnant. <laughs> For Christ's sake. <laughs> I used to have a pool. One woman, when she got pregnant, this friend of mine, when she got pregnant, we had a pool. You know how to, I hate those stupid pools. Boy, girl, weight, and date, right? Uh-huh. I would have breast size, belly size, and weight gain. <laughs> I mean, one woman gained 70 pounds. How do you do that? Wait, but I you have a no fat rule. What does that mean? You can only weigh a certain amount of weight to work for me. Once you start tilting the scales, look for look for a transfer. Have you ever actually said to someone that they they were too fat? No, but I did mention to one woman that she was getting to the point where she might have to start looking for a transfer. Are you serious? I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> It's a wonder you still have a job. She claims it was a thyroid condition. <laughs> I'm not only gaining weight, I'm losing my hair. Don't care about the hair. Work on the weight. Have a salad. Have a salad. Have a salad. <laughs> There's another guy that works for me that's bald and fat. It's ruthless. I mean, I mean, it's too much ammunition. I mean, I don't have a lot of hair either, but I'm not fat. I would like to lose a few pounds, but this guy's fat. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. I can't, you can't see anything anymore, you know. You know, I'm I'm starting to to understand what you mean by that. If you mean by you can't ruthlessly insult people, well, yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> now, flip side. You don't though, know the abuse that I get. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, okay. They come in. They, it's a it's a free for all. You know, I never hear what I'm doing right. I just hear what I'm doing wrong. You need not to say this. You need to say that. Who's telling you this? Everybody. All my employees, they come in all day tell me what I do wrong. You had to say something. Now you cause all this trouble. What did I say? I just can't help myself. If I see something, I mean, you we have one something. woman, when we talk to her, she gets all blotchy. So her new nickname is Blotchy. Is there something wrong with that? Why? Did she get stressed out or something? I don't know. If she has any type of confrontation, she's a little nervous, she starts getting all blotched. All blotches appear on her body. <laughs> and you seize upon that to give her a nickname? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> well, I, I will say this. If you if you serve up a nice hanging curveball to me, I'm going to take a shot at it. Of all course, right? it's there. So one day I'm eating lunch in the cafeteria with a colleague of mine, and we're joined by a younger member of the team. <clears throat> and he opens with a crack. He opens with a remark. He goes, well, I guess the average age at this table just dropped. And I said, so did the average IQ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's insult to insult. See, I would have said, why are we eating with morons? <laughs> well, you know... The same message, just a little different approach. <laughs> the other day, I was I was in an awkward situation. I was eating lunch with two people, and this one guy 
But he was telling me that, did you ever go to this food stand on such and such street? I said, no, no, I never seen Why? Why do you ask? Go, oh, you can get two hot dogs and a soda for five dollars, and if you give them another five dollars, they'd show you their breast. Excuse me? That's kind of awkward, right? So of course the question came up is, how do you know? Wait a minute, where is this food stand again? Yeah. <laughs> You left out a crucial piece of information <laughs> for our listeners, of course, for our listeners. Well, I heard they were usually there were two nice-looking girls, but they left, and they left it to this older woman. That's us, Schwartanad, right? We that go, would be us, yes. and we're expecting to see attractive women, and we get Mom's Mabley. Yes, or <laughs> you only have four dollars and fifty cents with the pretty girl. Right. You know, like well, fifty cents short. Sorry. <laughs> You take credit cards? No. Move no. along. I'll Herbert. show you my belly button for four fifty. <laughs> no, but the point I was making about that story before you were like trying to find out the location. Yes. What do you say to a guy that's telling you that? And we were actually at lunch with another with a woman. I was gonna say like, what are you, a pervert? But I have to say I did I did hold back on that one. Well, aha. Uh -huh. See, now there's the key. One of the things I've learned is sometimes you don't have to say anything. How about that? Well, I haven't learned that yet. <laughs> what I did say to him was, did you pay the $5? And just by the look on his face, I kind of realized this guy went through a 50. <laughs> this guy's eating more hot dogs than we've ever seen. <laughs> this one woman always wants to cook for me. I just had to tell her, I don't like your food. Don't bring anything in. <laughs> You're a lousy cook. <laughs> really? I don't like your food. You use everything you cook, you put cilantro in. Who makes wine with cilantro? Come on. <laughs> she made this cake and she used this Dominican rum or Dominican vanilla. It was horrible. I mean, who puts vanilla in chocolate cake? Well, I guess sometimes you have to be direct, you know? But, uh, you have to, otherwise you're stuck. Yeah. You're stuck uh, eating Dominican vanilla chocolate ass cake. <laughs> <laughs> this cake tastes like ass. <laughs> well, I'll never forget. I'm still a little sensitive about that because I brought a dessert to one of your affairs once, and it, it's today it's still referred to as Chinese ass cake. You didn't like it. Okay. So like I said, you got to be able to take it and dish it out at the same time. I have to. I had to learn to grow a thicker skin. You know what I mean? Well, that was right up there with that mango thing that you brought. It's the same thing. All right. Was it, it was the same one? Yes, it was a mango mousse cake. Oh, okay. That made by like made by a local Chinese bakery. That tastes like ass. But who knows You're... what ass tastes like? That's what well, I mean. <laughs> well, that's... I've used, I've heard that expression before. This tastes like ass. How would you know? <laughs> Before we wrap up, I got another short and odd story. I'm sitting on my laptop the other day doing some research on the web, and all of a sudden I hear clank. I look outside the window, and there's a rope and a bucket that just hit my air conditioner. And there are some contractors at the building who, are, who they were using a rope and pulley system to, they were hoisting materials up to the roof. But they positioned the rope so that it was literally three inches away from my air conditioner. So every time they 
hoisted something up, it crashes into my air conditioner. Oh, no. Shvartanan. Did it damage you? No, because I yelled out the window, hey, excuse me. Now, here's, here's an example of what we're talking about. I was tactful, and I said, excuse me, could you please move the rope? It's hitting my air conditioner. Now, what I wanted to say was, I'm not going to say it on air. And then I called the super, and I said, could you please ask them to move the rope to a different part of the building? It's going to damage my air conditioner. Here I am, minding my own business. Some dimwit decides to rig this up so that he's going to knock my air conditioner out of the window. But I handled it in a tactful manner. You're wrong. I, I, I disagree with you. That's not the point. The point is we should not have to find tactful ways of saying things. We should just say what we want to say and let people cry and do whatever they want after the fact. I can always use another notch on my belt. <laughs> I mean, you were resorting to getting a parrot. That's expensive. Maybe, maybe you're right because I've tried it both ways. And the way I feel now is you could be nice or you could be mean and people still act like idiots either way. Exactly. So let them insult them. We might as well get some re uh, pleasure out of it. That's my wisdom. But then, again, I'm not very intelligent. <laughs> and I'm trying to think of a tactful way to respond to that, but I really can't. <laughs> yeah, I'm not intelligent. <laughs> a little slow on that button there. I know. <laughs> you get that, the bat hitting the ball and going out and the crowd applauding. we got to get that. That's a home run. Listen, I'm only using the effects that come with Google. I'm not going to go out and invest any money in this podcast. What are you kidding? <laughs> I, think, I think our listeners realize that we are devoting absolutely the minimal amount of effort to this. That's right. That's why whenever I'm, I talk to somebody about it, they're very tactful. They go, oh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty, uh, yeah, funny, yeah. You want another piece of pie? <laughs> All right, folks, thanks for listening, and uh, take it easy.